0: MORAL COWARDICE The character of Godfrey is a portrait of moral cowardice, and a case study in the tangled webs we weave with lies. When we see him lingering in the corner of the white parlor, stealing glances at the woman he has no right to woo, Godfrey is described as, quote, "...taking draughts of forgetfulness from the sweet presence of Nancy." willingly losing all sense of that hidden bond which at other moments galled and fretted him so as to mingle irritation with the very sunshine, unquote. What an image of evasion. He drinks in the sight of her like liquor, a numbing and absorbing pleasure that can drown out troubling thoughts. And meanwhile, we are told, the object of those troubles, quote, was walking with slow uncertain steps through the snow-covered raveloe lanes carrying her child in her arms unquote. "whatever his efforts to evade it reality comes plodding down the road because he has become so embroiled in scandal and entangled in lies when godfrey hears that the mother of his child has been found lying in the snow he feels a great throb of terror not that she is dead but that she might not be dead. Eliot tells us, quote, that was an evil terror, an ugly inmate to have found a nesting place in Godfrey's kindly disposition. But no disposition is a security from evil wishes to a man whose happiness hangs on duplicity, unquote. He has abandoned all principle by which he would choose his course of action and do so with a clear conscience. Instead, he has to resort to range-of-the-moment acts of self-protection and the hope of intervention by providence. We see him skulking around the scene at Silas's cottage, seeking confirmation that the dead woman is indeed his wife, and is indeed dead. When Dolly, with her kind, caretaking impulses, urges him home, and he refuses, saying she can come to him if he can do anything— she praises him for his tender heart. Eliot tells us that Godfrey is too painfully preoccupied with suspense to feel a twinge of self-reproach at this undeserved praise. But not just with suspense. Quote, Deeper down and half smothered by passionate desire and dread, there was the sense that he ought not to be waiting on these alternatives, that he ought to accept the consequences of his deeds— own the miserable wife, and fulfill the claims of the helpless child. But he had not moral courage enough to contemplate the active renunciation of Nancy as possible for him. He had only conscience and heart enough to make him forever uneasy under the weakness that forbade the renunciation. He does not have the moral courage to accept the consequences, or even to reflect openly on his own moral cowardice but only to feel uneasy. When Godfrey discovers that his wife is dead, and he is saved, he sets off back to the Red House. When, along the way, he runs into Mr. Kimball and has to make his excuses for rushing out into the snow in his dancing shoes, the lies come easy. I love this account of the way white lies come tripping off the tongue once we have woven a web of deception. Quote, The prevarication and white lies, which a mind that keeps itself ambitiously pure is as uneasy under as a great artist under the false touches that no eye detects but his own, are worn as lightly as mere trimmings when once the actions have become a lie. He arrives at the Red House with a deep sense of relief and immediately engages in rationalizations for his inaction— What would be the use of his confessing the past to Nancy Lameter and throwing away his happiness? Nay, hers. He would see that the child was cared for. He would never forsake it. Perhaps it would be just as happy in life without being owned by its father. And the father would be much happier without owning the child. But though on the surface Godfrey is saved, we are given a clear indication that deception can only run so deep. We are told that when he went to look at the woman, he cast only one glance at the dead face on the pillow, which Dolly had smoothed with decent care. But he remembered that last look at his unhappy, hated wife so well that at the end of sixteen years, every line in the worn face was present to him when he told the full story of this night. He is haunted by the truth, and one day... He will tell it.